I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now, to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet, and we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what. Well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. You Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. <laughs> I do cry too. Jared Goff throws a football like he's got a in his pants. Todd Gurley is a snowflake loser, bitch. Good lord. Jarvis Landry has a three inch penis, confirmed by multiple reports. T.Y. Hilton is a he just me over in fantasy. Him. You know you don't have to draft me, right? What's happening, everybody? Happy. Thursday and welcome to the Dynasty War Zones, the fabulous Big Bet. I am your host, Memphis. You can follow along on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And with me, as always, he is the good doctor, but I know him as the dirtiest player in the game today. He is Dr. Kyle. Dr. Kyle, what's going on, man? Same old man. Another Wednesday, another another week in the books of the NFL. Feeling good, feeling good about the bets, feeling good about life. You know, we got the holidays approaching. We're in the middle of the holiday sandwich, as I like to call it. I'm um, starting to feel like a little bit of a sandwich myself with the, uh, you know, had a couple cookies and maybe a piece of cheesecake earlier. And I'll start the new resolution on Gen 1, just like everybody else. I can't, I can't. I'm working out. I'm doing the kettlebells. Got my ass kicked last night. Um, all is good, man. How are you? Man, I'm good. Uh you you ever just read something and, and have it change your life, even though you weren't expecting it to? Oh hell yeah! So 
I take all of the reviews, both good and bad, here at the Warzone Football Network. I take all of the reviews very, very seriously. And one, one, I'm assuming it's a male, his uh, iPhone or I whatever, his Apple ID was Mike444HYT. So, Mike, we're going to call him Mike Triple Four. How about that? We're going to go Mike Triple Four. You good with that? Let's do it. All right. Mike said, and I quote, five stars for the content, but the content usually doesn't start until about the 15-minute mark. Maybe just put all that info in the pod details and direct us there. You know what, Mark? You big brain some bitch. You win. You win. I love it. Um, I love the feedback. You're right. I've thought of, of this many times myself. We probably do spend a little too much time in the lead up. So I'm just going to do this. I'm not going to tell you what's coming up. I'm just going to tell you yesterday on the War Zone, the Dynasty War Zone, we had Ray Garvin. And we started breaking down the 2021 rookie class. Uh, big things to come. And then on uh, Friday, you and Maddie Big Chest will be doing the MRI. Is that right? Correct. We might uh, we might hop on to record it tonight, though, if, if we can't. If Maddie's got a bedtime before 1045 or 11 o'clock, we might have to wait until Friday morning. But it will be uh, it'll be in your hands to be put up on the pod. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be everywhere. Maybe we'll send it right to uh, Mr. 444 at his his address at 444 West something. I used to Main Street. West Main yeah. Street. West Main Street, yeah. On the, on, the, on, on the corner of Main and Elm in uh, Anywhereville, United States. No, Mike, thank you. Thank you for the five-star. It means a ton, and thank you for the suggestion. I, I have thought of that many times. And if you have a five-star and you want us to thank you, last week it was Coach Alex, this week it's Mike, Man, go on there. Leave us a five-star. Tell us about the big bet. Tell us about the Dynasty War Zone. Whatever brings you to the network, we're, we're happy to have you. It's the freest the freest way to help us. So, again, you can follow me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. You can follow him at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And if you're not into social media, you can email us. The email address is DynastyWarZone at gmail.com also at dynasty warzone on instagram and twitter so there you go mike you win kid four minutes in not 15 four four minutes in all the promoting are done less 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 gum flapping about stuff that you don't want to hear about mike and more show to consume mike thank you so much for the feedback it was well received and much appreciated in a very serious fashion. So, Dr. Kyle, man, how was your week last week? I realize that I have not been sharing something that I should have been sharing with this audience. But how was your week? Uh, what went down in New York? It was good. I, I'd like to thank Mike personally right now because the sooner we get all that stuff out of the way in the beginning, the sooner I can victory lap. <laughs> now, don't, don't get me wrong. Some some uh, I had a few... Uh, and a few might be putting it lightly, teasers with the Las Vegas Raiders minus one and a half. And let me tell you, there's some weeks where I really love watching the football games with a lot of money on the line. Not a lot. A lot of bets online. Again, still not life-changing money. I'm increasing my my bets this week just because I've increased my bankroll. But, man, watching that Jets-Raiders game was ridiculous, knowing that 
I had the Raiders minus one and a half with, I think I teased them with the Patriots. I teased them with the Vikings, which that ended up being a push, yada, yada. Um, but I'm going to, you know, I'll talk about my likes and my big bet. My big bet. There was one that I, I texted Memphis at like halftime of the one o'clock games because both of our big bets were in the one o'clock slate. And I took the Indy Houston under 51 and that, that score was 24 to 20 at halftime. Memphis is, I think, what what the the Browns had already scored like thirty points. Third, third, it was. I had under fifty three, and that number actually dropped. That number dropped to fifty one and a half, but I had it at fifty three, and the halftime score was thirty eight to seven. I yeah. mean, I I knew that was a potential, but I was just like, and you know, I, I actually had a pretty good week overall. Um, I'll get into that in just a second. I I, I forgot to. To hit the, the read copies. Let me knock this out of the way real quick, guys. This first segment's brought to you by Viridian Global. That is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone. They've got our tees. They've got, uh, the hats, the, the, the dad hats are there now. Uh, if you work out indoors, now Dr. Kyle's a maniac. He's working out on a basketball court somewhere in like, Brooklyn or Harlem or something, freezing his ass off. I I, I work out in the it's, gym. It's, it's Greenwich Village. It's the least uh, tough uh, part uh, of uh, New York of, City. Of course, of, why wouldn't it be? Of course, it's Greenwich <laughs> Village. It could you could have just let you know not said anything and just like let him think. Well, maybe it was Harlem or maybe it was the Bronx. No. <laughs> Do I look like I'm working out in Harlem? Come on. I actually got a good friend named Brian who is an architect there in New York City, and he lives in Harlem and, and he tells me what a beautiful area it is. So. There's uh, nice parts. Yeah, I'll give you that. Maybe the old stereotypes aren't what they are. And the same thing with our gear, man. It's it's not uh, run-of-the-mill cheap swag. These are great t-shirts. They have that super soft feel to them. They have an athletic cut that you can look good. They even make Jerry look good. If you watched last night's Dynasty Warzone, you noticed he was wearing his orange DWZ hoodie. So much to choose from. And then not just our gear. They have other podcasts. Why would you want those? But they, they do have them. Uh, as well as the Hockamania t-shirt, the Aaron Godgers t-shirt, and so many more. So you can check those out. And you you need to be following our boy, Matty Big Chest, at Matty Big Chest on Twitter. He can hook you up for a first-time user. He can hook you up with a with a promo code to save you a couple of bucks. It is the holidays. We do know that. So head over to Viridian Global, as always, that is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, ViridianGlobal.com. Uh, make sure you check out Maddie at Maddie Big Chest to get that discount code. And then go over and uh, get that. Dr. Kyle, we got to get some uh, some Big Bet merchandise. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, uh, we, we need to do like, uh, like, like, like two kings. Like, you know, like there's the king of diamonds. Yeah. There's, there's the king of clubs. That's um, spades, two of them. I think there's... You, Memphis, you nailed it. That's which one, which one would you be? I mean, which one would you be? If you had to pick a king, what king would you be? Look at this. He's, he's giving me the Mario. For my UFC fans out there, he's giving me the Mario Yamasaki. He's giving me the heart. I, I, I think I think I'm going with the uh, the one with the axe. I don't know which one that is, but maybe we'll get like a picture of like your face and my face on a on a couple of kings. He's he's getting a deck of cards out. That's not why these people are here. Um, you, Dr. Kyle, do, do you know what I've been doing all season and have not been sharing here? Uh, hopefully making money to, <laughs> no, fund, I, to it, fund a dynasty league that we can do together. You know, maybe we need to do a dynasty league, but I, I've been doing uh, I, what I'm calling the working man's version of the, the super contest. Now, there's the super contest. Oh, I am so glad you brought this up. Uh, so I have been doing... Um, <laughs> 
I've I've been doing this now for 11 weeks. There's two mandatory skip weeks in this contest on DraftKings. So every week I have to pick five games against the spread. No sides, I mean, sorry, no totals, just sides. So I've got to pick five games against the spread. And that is going okay for me. In that contest last week, I was four and one. Mm. And what was your one loss, Memphis? My one loss was I, I, I had the Chargers huh. uh, laying a half Ooh. a point. About a week ago, do you remember who was on the Patriots in that game? I'm really struggling to remember. I, mean, I think his name was Kyle. Maybe, maybe, think, maybe it was Kyle August. I from think the, you're right. Uh, oh. from, the, from the Fantasy Football uh, <laughs> Smackdown. Great show, by the way. Fantasy Football Smackdown. Check that out wherever you get podcasts. But, no, it was you, man. You you were totally on uh, Uncle Uncle Bill. Uh, I've, I've, learned, I've learned a valuable lesson. Never take the inferior coach. Uh, it's, it's not a game that we normally cover. We normally don't cover the Thursday night game here. But I, like, I have no interest in, in even against Sean McVay at home. Nah, nah. I, I would rather just me, not not touch it. Me and JC were JC was like, I got you know, I got some money on the Patriots. I'm like, I was like, if I had to go away, I would. But I'm like, I think I'm just gonna watch this one and enjoy it because the the Patriots played in LA and they stayed in LA this week, so they're not yeah, traveling that. east they, to they, west. Yeah. I don't know when the NFL changed that because originally they had a no stay over rule. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I was. We saw some, you know, whatever that, the Boston that, that started. On. That started back in like August. They, they 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 determined that teams could not stay on one side of the country, which has been fairly typical the last mm-hmm. handful of years. But for you know, but it's Uncle Bill. He probably would have given given everybody a mustache and a clown wig, and they all would have. Thanks. Yeah, you know how Uncle Bill is. But so yeah, my my one loss in my version of the super contest was the uh, the the Chargers. I also had Buffalo minus one and a half. Oh I, yeah. I had the Giants plus ten and a half. Nice. I had the Rams minus two and a half, and I had the Browns plus five and a half. Yeah. Uh, I posted, and, and just for confirmation, I will do uh, I will do a posting of that like Saturday or Sunday morning once I go live. Um, I, I locked it in. There's a picture on Twitter at DWZ Memphis, and I think I posted it Monday or Tuesday, sharing that with you online, so you guys can check that out. You know, um, if if you don't have like you know documented proof, you know, did it really happen? You can check that out. Um, on my thing, I'm 33 and 50 on the year. In this mm-hmm. contest, that's sixty percent. That's not too shabby. Oh, thirty-three for, of fifty. No, yeah. 33, 33 of fifty-five. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm I'm batting sixty-five. And, and one of the games I got fucked. I don't know a nice way to put it. I didn't, but not really. I didn't read the rules and understand. So mm-hmm. in the in this contest, if the games are not played by Tuesday, they become an automatic loss. And when mm. So, so the line was so juicy. I, I had, you know, Pittsburgh laying like one and a half or whatever the initial line was against Baltimore. And then all this nonsense and noise came out. And I'm, oh. getting, I'm getting Pittsburgh at a steal. I'm thinking, okay, this is a free win. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a free dub. Well, when that game bumped from Tuesday to Wednesday, it become an automatic loser. So technically I should be 34 and 55. But all in all, man... Uh, I'm having a pretty good year, and I'm I'm really proud of that because I know a lot of professional handicappers are are struggling right now. They they've really they've really not done as well as they historically have. And I'm not saying that I have some magic formula that that's got it figured out, 
but I will say that my We're time. We're fucking good. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just run good. Sometimes yeah. you just run good. And I think it has to do a lot with dynasty and fantasy football. Just, I, I think I'm more, in, especially with the offensive side of the ball, I feel more mm-hmm. in tune mm-hmm. with, with what's going on. And uh, I, I think it's, I think it's helped both ways. So if you're the casual dynasty or fantasy football fan listening to this, you know, looking at football from a gambler's perspective will give you a different perspective on your fantasy and then vice versa on your gambling. That's kind of the reason why we segued into this show. And I'll just segue, speaking of, hey now, I'll just segue into my uh, my big bet. It was a back-to-back losers for the first time all year. I had that oh, I had that under 53 with Cleveland and, and Tennessee and uh man I thought there'd be more running the ball but it's hard for Tennessee to run the ball with Derrick Henry when they're down like 21 nothing in like the first couple of possessions but hey if you listen to the people's prop cast at least I was 3 and 0 on my player props this week so overall a really good record and I I'm going to be better um just like Mike's review and better better I'm going to be a better better, but I'm I'm also going to do a better job. So this gambling content is just, it's new for us. But we, we, we really enjoy doing it. Um, I've been gambling since I was 16 years old. I won't dare mention my age, but I've got many, many years of gambling experience under my belt. But I'm new in how I'm presenting this information from a podcast host perspective uh, and as a just a content provider in general. So I'll do a better job of posting the pictures and the, and the apps and just trying to be more social on social media. That's what I learned this week. I've got to be more uh, transparent. And I, it does you guys no good for me to go 4-1 on my player on my game picks for the week if I don't share that with you. It's like, thanks for nothing, dickhead. It sure <laughs> would have been nice if you would have posted that Sunday morning. You know, If you'd have bet a couple of those, you, you'd have had a couple extra winners. But I didn't. The only bet that I actually gave you last week was my big bet, and it was a fucking loser. So I feel like a loser, but I'm going to give you the mic for a minute, man, and let you recap your uh, yeah. your week 13. So, yeah, I was I was very much on the Patriots. And, and look, I knew that game. Like we, 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 I felt like there was a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde with the Patriots. Is that something I think about? Maybe that's something I'm, I'm jostling with every week is like, which of these teams do I feel like I can trust, whether it's for good or for bad? Um, and I wasn't sure about the Patriots yet, but I knew I could trust Anthony Lynn to Anthony Lynn himself. Um, and I also felt like the Patriots were coming around. And like, like I mentioned last week, Belichick against a rookie quarterback. Uh, one thing I forgot to bring up in that podcast was like Flores was the one guy who had clearly figured out Herbert. Um, and Flores is a Belichick disciple. And like Bill, Belichick is just brilliant because he'll just copycat somebody who's already done it well. Um, so yeah, that, that New England game, I had him straight up. Um, I had him teased in, you know, I think with the Raiders. Anyway, uh, I was also, you know, one of my other likes was the Detroit Chicago over 44 and a half. Just, you know, seeing what Chicago's defense hadn't been doing recently. And uh, I, I, that came with some stipulations. So I didn't actually bet that one, but hopefully some of you guys took it and bet it because that was a smash over. And then, yeah, my big bet, 44 points scored in the first half of the Indy Houston game had written that one off. And the lone safety of the second half brought the total to 46 and never – I mean, it, it came close to breaking 51. That was a sweat. But, you know, I'll, I'll make a, a sort of cruel analogy like um, when, uh, you know, not, not to get political, but bipartisan. What if we just counted all of the mail-in votes first? Then it would have looked like Trump had a huge lead 
and then Biden had to come from or no, sorry, it, it, if we if we counted all the uh, the mail-ins first, it would have looked like Biden had this huge lead, and then Trump would have like had this miraculous. Wait, did I say it wrong again? Well, yeah. I'm just, I'm not, I, I can't edit this out. We're live. <laughs> but what you're saying is is that the order it, of, it, the order of operations doesn't matter in a game. Like just because 44, 44 points were scored in the first half, it, like there's no like it's all arbitrary. Like there could have been forty six points that went twenty three and twenty three, or forty five and not one. But it, you know it, what I'm it, saying. It really doesn't matter. And what I was yeah. going to ask you is, you mentioned mentioned Arizona. Are you worried about that team? They yes. could they could literally if it wasn't for the the world famous Hale Murray. Yeah. They they would be 0 and 5 in their last oh. five in their last five games. And I I I like the Giants this week. Like I, I, I don't I do. they're how, not how up are on they my getting bookie. Like a half a like a like was it, is it is it 3 or still 2 and a half? On FanDuel it was 2 and a half. It's not up on my bookie yet, but if it gets to 3, I'm going to hit it. It was 2 um, and a, it was 2 and a half early. So just a little peek behind the curtain for the listeners. When I start pulling my lines and doing my research for this show, I typically start on lunch at work in the truck, and I go right there. So they were up at about 11.30 Eastern time. Uh, for me, they may be down now. And then I usually you know, cross-reference those with, because I have all the apps on my phone, William Hill, uh, DraftKings, Sportsbook, FanDuel, MGM, Bet3Rivers. I mean, I've got them all. I don't use them all. I mean, I only go through mybookie.ag. You kidding me? I'm, mm-hmm, I'm, get, I'm mm-hmm. getting my action down where the action needs to be down. But, you know, that's our recap. That's a segment that I've tried to shorten up. It, you know, you, you want to look back on what did you learn from and what mistakes are you not going to make this week. That's really the point of that segment. We're going to continue to make that shorter so we can make the end, the end, I guess the end week, the games we're going to be talking about, we can make this segment a little bit longer for you guys because you don't want to know what we lost or won money on. You want to know what you can win money on this week. So let's just roll into that, man. And this segment right here, this one here is brought to you by mybookie.ag. What terrific timing. Now, you can head over there. You can use the promo code DWZMemphis at sign up, and they will match your additional, or excuse me, your initial deposit up to 50%. So if you you deposit a hundy, they're going to match it with fifty. There's also going to be a free bet in there, uh, a lot going on. Doctor Kyle, you are like my bookie's uh, biggest customer and number one nemesis right now. You you've been using it very regularly. Uh, yeah, lucky for them that I bet in small units, so that's probably this. I, I I bet none of my bets move the line. Let's just put it that way. Um, so so it's not going to be mybookie.kyle.ag. It's still going to be mybookie.ag. But as your units increase, you, you're you're trying to win partial ownership of my bookie. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. okay perfect. Uh-huh. And then I'll be moving the line personally from behind a computer. I'll just have a little slider right when you're about to hit. Uh, confirm bet. I'm just gonna slide it half a point. No, don't be that guy. Nobody <laughs> likes that fucking guy. <laughs> that, was yeah. my bu- that was my buddy Drew. He was a bookie in high school, and he would just hand out like whatever line he wanted to people. Oh, that was great. Yeah, well, that, that's why you bet with mybookie.ag and not Drew. <laughs> don't bet with don't yeah, don't, yeah bet, don't bet with Andy. Bet with a reputable. Bet with a reputable source. Bet with mybookie.ag. There's a promo code right in the show notes. You hit pause. You click the link that says mybookie. Web partners. Boom. Takes you right there. Promo code pre-populated. You just get rolling. 
and you can join us in the action. Speaking of the action, uh, let's break down your first game. What's the first game that you like? Save your big bet, but what's the first uh, bit of action that you're liking for week 14? So my first like, I'm going with, uh, I'm picking a side. Um, I almost went with three sides this week just because the the totals are getting lower. We're getting into December, the hairier weather. Um, and this was this was going to be my big bet possibly until I saw that Phil Rivers did not practice today with a toe injury. Um, but I really like the Colts at Las Vegas laying just a hair under a field goal. If this game, I, so I got this game at two and a half. Do, do you really think Phil Rivers is not going to play? This guy no. played the AFC Championship game without an ACL. Does he even need a toe? You can put him on one of those little like knee walker gimmicks that you doctors overcharge everybody for, and let him just scoot his <laughs> ass around the backfield. Not Philip Rivers was playing, but keep going. Uh, yeah, and, and so and look that that so look the Raiders got away with one at the Meadowlands this week. Yes, it might have been a bad spot with you know the west to east travel, but that's the goddamn Jets. That is the shoe in 0-16 Trevor Lawrence Jets that the Jets were just dominated the second half. And there's been talks of uh, this team not feeling like a team in the locker room, rumblings like that. They've not been able to stop anybody on defense. And this Colts defense, in the games where it's been shootout-ish or higher over-unders, they've been unhealthy on the defensive side of the ball. But they are healthy. They got Buckner last – yeah, they got DeForest Buckner back. Darius Leonard's healthy. I just see like the, you know, maybe, I don't know. I, I just see the the Colts manhandling this Raiders offensive line. Derek Carr, except for that last pass of the game, did not do well against pressure in that game. And I just think you're getting the better coaches in the Colts. I think you're getting uh, the much better defense. So the Colts to go to Vegas. And look, I think, I don't know. To me, Vegas just doesn't have the mate. Like they, they just don't pass the eye test as a playoff team to me. But the Colts feel like a team that, okay, earlier in the season I was like, okay, Phil Philip Rivers is a game manager at this point. But all of a sudden he's in shootouts against Green Bay down like 21 points. And I'm like, wow, okay. So if he gets protection, he's good. And he's going to get protection against this Raiders defensive front that has not been able to put pressure on anybody. They made Sam Darnold look like a competent quarterback for the first time since he got mono. Um so yeah, the, like all of that to me is just like I, you know, I put a, a few bucks on the Colts if laying two and a half before it got to three, and I think it's at three now, um, and I probably won't touch it again. Well, let me talk about this game, and I I don't like to go out of order, but I'm the host. I'll do whatever the the blue hell I want. The the the, the total in this game is my big bet for the week. The nice. total on this game is fifty one and a half over at mybookie.ag. And here's some important stats. I like to hit you with, now, now Dr. Kyle hit you with some of that finesse, some of that nuance, some of that metagame. Uh, I like to hit you with some data. And, and here's the thing. So the Colts in the first six games of the season only allowed 115 points. That translates to 19.2 points per game uh, overall. But over their last six games, this Colts defense has given up 147 points that's 24 and a half points per game. So a full five points more than they were in the beginning of the season. Now, how bad is the Raiders defense? The Raiders have given up 319 points on the season. That's 26.5, uh, right there. So that is the fifth most in the NFL. But over their last three, the Raiders have given up 106 <laughs> points. 
That's 35.3 points per game, and two of those, two of those were home games. Neither one of these teams get a ton of pressure. Las Vegas is 31st in the league in total sacks. They have 12. They average one sack a game, and they're 21st in QB pressure percentage. Now, my Colts, they're a little bit better. They are 17th in total sacks and 16th in QB pressure, but here's the thing. The Raiders are supposed to get big left tackle Trent Brown back this week. I see this being a shootout. It's in the new um, Death Roomba out there in the desert in Las Vegas. It looks like a black Roomba out there sucking up desert sand and money in uh, Viva Lost Wages. And I just I just see a shootout. I, I really see two teams, and I really see it to be aerial. Both of these teams are a lot better against the rush. And I think double that. A couple of player props I will be looking to siphon out of this game will be I will be looking at Phillip Rivers and Derek Carr's passing yardage totals in this game. Uh, I will be looking at the receiving backs yardage totals in this game. There, there's a couple of uh, spots where I, th- I think you can make some money. So I'll get a little bit ahead uh, of the big bets. And I will let you know that my bet, my big bet of the week is the Indy Colts and the Vegas Raiders over 51 and a half. And, and I've got another game. Uh, I'm not going to let the Chargers beating me last week in my one loss on the side on the DraftKings uh, Super Contest. But Atlanta is going to the L.A. Chargers, so the Chargers stay home. And at home, they are getting two and a half points from the Atlanta Falcons. This feels like a huge overreaction to the blowout loss by the the Pats. What do you think about that, Dr. Kyle? This was one where I don't know how to feel about it. And so I went back to see, like, all right, what have the Falcons done recently? And, you know, the Saints – the Saints have their number. Like Sean Payton is just a great coach. It didn't matter who was going to be quarterback. So two of their, you know, two of their games in their last six, uh, are, or two, two in their last three, it really was the Saints. But like you know, they manhandled this Raiders team. That that Broncos game, while it finished uh, a seven point game, thirty four twenty seven, that was one where I live bet at halftime because the Falcons were up like. 17 or 20 at halftime and the Broncos just got, you know, some garbage time points. Um, so I, I don't know how to feel, but I like it. Like that. So look, Hey, you, you liked, uh, I, you big bet a game. I like you're now liking my big bet. So while I had trouble picking a side here, what I do like in this game that I've liked at multiple points during the season is games involving the chargers. I like the over. And this game, the over is 49 points. Uh, the Chargers have been, uh, you know, aside from the goose against the Patriots this past week, they, you know, it, they only put up 17 against the Bills, but that easily could have been 27 or 30 if you watch that fourth quarter where Anthony Lynn decided to not kick a field goal when he should have and then decided to kick a field goal when he shouldn't have and then just blundered their, you know, last 30 seconds after a Hail Mary. Um, otherwise, you know, they put up 34 against the Jets. They managed to put up 21 against this Dolphins defense, 26 against the Raiders, 30 against the Broncos. So the Chargers have consistently put up points. I think they're in a good spot to rebound offensively um, after the the goose against the Patriots. And then if we're looking at the Falcons, the Falcons, aside from you know their, their divisional games, like the Saints have their number, but they're putting up 34 against the Broncos, 43 against the Raiders. And this Chargers defense has not stopped 
anybody. Uh, Julio played last week. He went for like five or six for 90. So we're going to have Matt Ryan with Calvin Ridley and Julio. Um, you know, Todd Gurley, I think, is injured, but that might be to the benefit of that offense. So I think this game is going to be a shootout as well as the, the Raiders-Colts one. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I think I lean the Falcons laying slightly less than a field goal. Um, but I could see well, either Let me cut you one. off. Do, do you know what the, the, the Falcons' record is this year when they're the favorite? No. They're 1-4 as, as a favorite. Whoa. The Chargers are three and three as an underdog. So I, I just, this game feels like it should be a pick 'em. It really feels like you should just be, have to pick a winner to do it. I may even look at the Chargers on the money line. You know, I, I don't think there's a coaching advantage. I don't no. think Raheem Morris is much of a better quarterback than Anthony Lynn. I mean, excuse me, a better head coach than Anthony Lynn. I think I'm getting the much better quarterback in Justin Herbert. I'm getting the better running back. I'm getting. I, I think it's a push at wide receiver, and we're going to talk about this uh, game a little bit more in the DFS segment. So we're gonna we're gonna move this along a little bit. Another game I want to talk about was Washington plus three and a half. Excuse me. Well, it was plus three and a half. It's now down to three plus three at San Francisco. I'm telling you, Washington's defense is for real. And I watched that game on uh, – now, I know the Buffalo defense has been better since they came back from their bye, but that team looked in disarray against the Buffalo Bills. They were not happy having to live in the desert for a couple of weeks. And Nick Mullins ain't it, kids. He he ain't it. And this, uh, this team is playing. I don't think Ron Rivera is going to let this team rest on its laurels coming off of a great upset of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This team knows it's going to be in a dogfight for the NFC East with the New York football giants. And I do believe that I'm not, I'm not getting the better coach, but I'm not getting a significantly worse coach. I am getting uh, at least maybe not a sig- I think I think if you like to, to add them up in total weight, coach and quarterback added up together. Those are the two positions that match. I, I mm-hmm. think it's about a push. I think where Shanahan's a little bit better head coach, I think Alex Smith's a little bit better uh, quarterback. And that the injuries and everything, now if, if it was Jimmy G and it was you know Kittle out there, I, I might not like this as much. Yep. So f- for those reasons, I, I am liking that game. That might wind up being on the card at the DK Super Contest. What do you think about that game? I like that one. That one um... – like the, the the Washington defense will just match up so well. Like what did the San Francisco 49ers like to do to, to move the ball? They like to run the ball and they like to pass the ball close to the line of scrimmage. This Washington front seven is just, they're going to be in Mullen's face. They're going to be in the backfield. They're going to be wreaking havoc. Um, I just don't see San Francisco moving the ball well. Maybe the under is something to look at in this game too. Uh, it's, 43 it's is really low. low. But... It, it, it is. It's like 43. And the reason why I like Washington is that they can get pressure without having to blitz a bunch. Yeah. You know, when they have that front three rotation of Ryan Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, and the Predator Chase Young, I mean, those guys generate a lot of pass rush, which means they don't have to blitz as many linebackers, which is great when – you know, they're wanting to run that outside zone running game. We saw the Buffalo Bills, you know, contain that. And it's a very monkey see, monkey do league. So for that reason, man, I, I'm really liking this total. 
Uh, what's another game that, that you're digging right now? So eh, I'm going to let the, the audience in on a little bit of a, not a secret, but behind the scenes, Memphis and I were chatting before we got on live. And one of the games I personally like is the Steelers, who were previously undefeated uh, and now suffered their first loss to Washington on Monday night, are getting two and a half points at the Bills. So this is, to me, this is, there is no home field advantage. That's like, I think the Steelers could, you know, drive all of their individual vehicles there in a few hours. Um, Pittsburgh being way in the West end of Philly and Buffalo on the West end of New York um, and in very similar climate. So I don't think there's any advantage there. And to, to me, I feel like the Steelers have just been in similar to the way Buffalo was in that beginning of the season when they were dealing with like the Tennessee COVID you could like Pittsburgh has been dealing with that stuff more between Tennessee losing their buy by getting moved. They really haven't had a buy. Um, and then with the the shenanigans with the Baltimore game moving from one Thursday to the following Wednesday, and then they're in a bad spot where they're coming off of like five days rest and Washington's coming off of 12 um, and catching, catching steam. And now, now what we're seeing too is, so we have the Steelers and the chiefs are both 11 and one. There is only one team that will come away with the home field advantage in uh, in the AFC. The Steelers hold the tiebreaker right now because that lone loss is in the NFC. This like this game. So I think the loss to Washington gets a monkey off the Steelers' back. Um, and this game, this Buffalo Bills game, is probably the most important game in the regular season for them the rest of the year. It's going to be the toughest matchup. And a loss in the AFC hands the Chiefs the the keys to the car to control their destiny to the that that one buy in the AFC. Um, so I've already got money on it because I, I thought the line might move towards the Bills. Uh, if it moves towards the Steelers, you know, maybe maybe another way to bet this game would be a, a tease, uh, getting it up if it if it moves to plus three, getting it to plus nine at plus eight and a half, it's still pretty good. Uh, maybe teasing it with that Washington He's Washington to plus nine. Like that feels very good. You know, there's so many low totals this week. Um, so a low total means that there's probably less variance or less chance of a shootout in a game. So if you can get a team, uh, a spread move to eight, nine or 10 in a, a game where the totals like under 45 points, I think that's a huge advantage. Um, and that's not something I just created out of thin air. Like I'm, I've, I've probably heard it somewhere. Um, and there's like more, there's more, uh, statistical ways to go about it there's something called like the the, the stanford or sanford wong tease where you you pick uh and my buddy nick and i were talking about this where if you pick i forget what it is i think it's like a road dog uh, getting three in a game with a total of 45 or less to to tease those two games and it's like a very high hit rate um but i just feel like the the over the total in Washington and San Francisco is 43. And if you can get Washington, get nine. And then that Pittsburgh-Buffalo game is, what did I just say? Where'd it go? Is it offer? Oh, 46 and a half. And you can get the Pittsburgh to eight and a half right now. Um, and right now, so so right now, here's another interesting thing. The, the Bills are minus two and a half, but you're laying a little extra juice at minus 115 which I think Memphis, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that the bets are coming in on Buffalo a little bit. So instead of adjusting the line right away or the uh, like the, the, the spread, they're adjusting the, the VIG 
Um, so is that preemptive to potentially if Buffalo's if, if the money's coming in on Buffalo right now, we could see it move to Pittsburgh plus three. And then if you get Pittsburgh plus three and tease it to plus nine, nine's a good number. I, I just I I don't feel like this is an overreaction. I think Pittsburgh's starting to figure out what the uh what the folks in uh San Francisco are starting to learn about. You can only overcome so many injuries. And, you know, they lost Bud Dupree. They lost Devin Bush. Uh, Spillane, the safety, who's been playing safety for them, he's now out. Um, that's three starters. You know, you, you get into a quarter of your starting defense, and I know blah, 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 next man up. I don't know. This is a Buffalo team that is playing great. They don't have to run the ball, and uh, I don't think they, they, they really need to. I, I just... I don't know that I, I want action on it either way, but just to automatically assume this is a broken line and Vegas is off, I, I, I think that's a dangerous play. And, and yes, the, the Vegas and, and the bookies will direct you with the juice. You know, when, when, when a number looks too good to be true, I instantly look at what do I have to lay, and especially in prop bets. It's like, oh, lay a dollar forty-three. I'm like, lay a dollar fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not doing that either. But no, man, th- this this is a, an interesting game. I'll keep an eye on it. I could see the 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 Pittsburgh Steeler fans because Pittsburgh is such a public team. And remember who the public teams are out there. You know, you have Pittsburgh, right. Dallas, Green Bay. The Chiefs are now a public team. New England used to be a much more public team. Teams that are super popular. Arizona was becoming a very public team right. there for a while. Their fans are going to bet that line. So, um, what's the old saying? If I think it's if you like uh, favorites, bet them bet them early, and if you like underdogs, bet them late. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of do that a little bit differently with with uh, with with public teams. I know that public money is going to move the line, so so I tend to wait on those. But I, I think we have a a pretty good core of what we're looking at from a betting standpoint. I will do a better job. So on Sunday morning, as soon as that ticket's live, I will post a picture of it so that if you want to bet along with me on my picks on the DK Super Contest, uh, the the picks against the spread, you'll be able to roll along. Again, I never put two and two together like, oh, hey, I'm doing this. I should post it on, on Twitter or I should share it on the show as a topic of conversation. But speaking of conversation, man, I am uh, I'm ready to talk some DFS. But I want to talk to you about my friends over at Hate Brand Goods. This is the company owned by two-time Highland Games world champion Matt Vincent. He is, is, is an interesting dude. And the, the Hate Brand story is amazing. I'm working on trying to get him on the podcast in the off-season. They just had a launch today, Wednesday, for the Thursday show. They're doing what they call the Lost Collection. This is some stuff they were going to launch in 2018. And never saw the light of day, and it's on sale. Here's the thing. I ordered some of this stuff. I used my own promo code, Memphis, at checkout. And even though it's cheap, I still got an additional percentage off by using the promo code Memphis at checkout. Uh, Dr. Kyle, did you see they released two new colorways of the goat shorts? I did. And did, did, while- did you order any? I didn't. It wasn't quite You're my off the cup team. of tea. I know, but I, well, hey, it, 
is Matt listening ever? Because what do I have to do for him to get the floral AF? Like, that's what I'm after. Like, give me the floral AF. I just want a large floral AF, and I will be the best uh, I will promoter shoot him a DM. I'm going to be like, give me the heads up. On a uh, give me the heads up on the, the the next time you're going to launch, and I will get those. Uh, I will get that that heads up for you. But man, the, the goat shorts are my favorite. I ordered the new hexagon and the 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 duck camo. If I, if I was a country bumpkin like you, I'd be on that duck camo. Well, well that's the whole thing, though. That's the whole thing. You steer into it. You're not a country bumpkin, <laughs> but but if you're wearing the country bumpkin gear in New York, you stand out. Even more, and if you want to stand out, go to the h v i i i dot com. That's the h v i i i dot com, or you can just hit pause, go into the show notes, hit you'll see the link. It takes you right there. Check out the store; it's very fashionable, and they've got hoodies, sweatshirts. There's a couple of flannels in there, all kinds of good stuff to go along with uh, your d w z shirts. So. DFS. Did, did did you have a good week with DFS, and did you try any DK versus FanDuel? So I threw down on the FanDuel Millie Maker, and I'm in cast. I turned my 444 into 8 bucks, and I threw down on DraftKings as well. I think 3 bucks turned into 6 or 8 or something like that. Um, it was a good week. I was, you know, we talked about last week. I think I made a joke on your big bet about what are you going to do when Baker Mayfield t- takes play action on the first play, and it's it's you know, a 70 yarder to Landry. I think that actually happened in the game at some point, but I was on it the was Mayfield 70, Landry stack. It was a 75 yarder to Donovan Peoples Jones on the third series. Ask me how I know. <laughs> Might have been tracking that one. But yeah, so I was on, uh, Baker was super cheap last week, and I knew that Titans defense was pretty atrocious against the pass. Also, like David Montgomery, like, you know, he's, he's going to be in my lineup against this week because. The Bears, who do the who do the Bears get this week? Houston. The Bears are home against Houston. Um, I almost was I like I almost like that total, but it's you know, a warm weather team traveling to cold weather. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It might be a little windy. Um, but the Bears aren't stopping people, and I don't think Houston is in the, the game of stopping people right now. You know, but you know, I don't wanna talk DFS last week too much, but it was good between Baker and Landry. Um, I was on Montgomery. Uh, I fell for my own shenanigans that I usually avoid in like the the next man up running back of the week. I I was like, oh, I got to get Devontae Booker in my lineup as like a flex. And like, meanwhile, when Cook went down, I was like, oh, I'm not going to put Madison in there. Everybody's going to do that. Um, and so I fell for that one. But you know, I was it was still still a good week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let it ride this week. Uh, how'd it go for you last week? Well, well, first of all, I took the advice of Mr. Matt Kelly because he said that it's it's much more sharp friendly on DK than FanDuel, and I, I have to say he's right. But it's still a fucking work, you know. My <laughs> my, my my son wants a a, a PS five and, and a computer, and I'm like, dude, you can't beat the bots. You you just can't beat the bots, and I I still stand by that. And these big guaranteed prize pools, you know. The, the computers are so good. They build so many lineups, and, and these guys have got the bankroll. But it's yeah. still fun. You know, I, I, yeah. I still I still like to throw. I think the contest I was in on DraftKings was uh, wager $3 for a shot at hundred grand, and, and it's a great learning exercise because, you know, next year in the season I would like to have the betting show just be a betting show. 
and then bring on a true DFS grinder to host a true DFS show. Because you and I don't do it justice. We work hard at it, but we're not experts in this, and we really want to make sure that we, that we really have the, the best of the best experts. Um, overall, last week, I, so I entered the $3 contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did more than min cash because I made 10 bucks. I, 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 I cash money, um, enough to do it that's, three more times. I, I'm in the same a, That's content. a mod cash. You, you know, where I really fucked myself is where I, 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 the last minute I was doing some lineup rearranging. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. I had Kiki QT in there. And I pulled him for DJ Shark. He is no longer DJ Shark. He is no longer DJ Baby Shark. He is DJ Shark. That's like not really a fart and not really a shit. That's a shart. He is DJ Shart going forward. He was my only really big miss, and I'm, I'm kicking myself. If I if I did the math correctly, I would have been like in the fifty dollar range with uh, QT in there. I, I, I had Oof. Seattle. I had Seattle's defense because you know they were thirty three hundred and they were playing Colt McCoy, Eckler. Eckler didn't didn't do a lot. Had I had I put so I had I had the combination of uh, QT who I did have. I, I never put David Montgomery. I had Eckler. I thought Eckler would be much more involved in the passing game. Obviously with Stephon Gilmore, you know, following Keenan Allen around, who had one of his worst games. I, I just thought that that he would be more involved in the overall scheme of the game. It was just a bad, horrible overall game for the the Chargers. So. Uh, Eckler didn't kill me. I mean, he had like nine, ten points. It just wasn't what you expected when you pay seventy one hundred. But then no. I cru- I crushed everywhere else. I had I had a very unique. I don't think a lot of people had this. I had a Jared Goff Cooper Cup stack. Mm-hmm. They did fine. They did fine. I had Jonathan Taylor. He was very chalk ish last week. I had Justin Jefferson. Uh, I had Darren Waller. If you didn't have Darren Waller last week, you probably didn't hit the pay line. And then I had LaVisca. He was, if you remember last week on last week's show, he was my Mr. Mincash. Mm-hmm. He, was a, he was a cheaply priced guy that I thought I could uh, could get away with. So uh, enough about last week, man. We, we, we've got some time here because thanks to Mike, 4-4, Mike, triple four, we got a little time here at the end. We don't have to rush through this quite as much. Dr. Kyle, what is your stack of the week for DFS? So my stack of the week, uh, I'm going with, Matt Stafford, and if Kenny Galladay is a go, it'll be Galladay. If he's not, I'm going Marvin Jones. There's surprisingly only, uh, maybe not surprisingly at this point in the season with how much time Galladay's missed, but you know, uh, I think Marvin Jones is 5,800 and Kenny Galladay's six six on the money. So it's really an easy swap. Um, and then I have a little bit, maybe I'll move it around. But you know, I, I've we've seen Green Bay let Indy back into games. They let Trubisky put up enough points where he was probably fantasy serviceable aside from some turnovers in that game against Chicago a couple weeks ago. And this, this Lions team, I think they are going to be a menace and a spoiler down the stretch after Patricia being fired. If Galladay and Swift are healthy, especially, I think they will be clicking a bet with, uh, you know, Daryl Bevel is an offensive minded coach and he's taken over as interim coach. So I think that offense is going to be unleashed a bit. And, 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 you know, you know, we talk about like on DraftKings, the opponent rank for Matt Stafford, like fourth. So I, I think also from a strategy perspective to have a quarterback, that's probably going to be uh, lighter on the ownership side 
um, and cheaper. I, I just like that. So it's going to be Stafford and Galladay or Stafford and Jones. I almost went Stafford and Hawk, but I went a little bit cheaper at tight end this week. Um, what do you got for a stack? I went with a bigger stack. I went with with, with a three way. Hey now, no, normally normally you pay extra for that kind of action. I, I am st- uh huh uh huh. No, so I went with Justin Herbert. I was, mm-hmm. Originally, I had an Aaron Rodgers Devonte Adams stack in there, but when you start looking at this Atlanta Falcons defense, Atlanta Falcons gives up the most DraftKings points to the quarterback position of any team in the NFL. They give up 26.6 points to the, the quarterback position. Then you go to wide receiver. That's where my man Keenan Allen's going to get stacked with him. And in DK scoring formats, you're not going to be surprised by this. Atlanta is the second uh, most points given up to the wide receiver position at 45 points per game. And then let's let's go over to tight end. Where they give up the fifth most points overall to the tight end on DK. But conversely, as bad as they are against the pass, as it relates to, to DK, they they are not a, a good matchup for your running backs. They, they they are the fourth toughest matchup for running backs uh, on the on the season. So we 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 fully expect this to be a high scoring game. Uh, both teams should be mostly healthy, and I would much rather invest in the Herbert Keenan Allen Hunter Henry stack than I would say a. Matt Ryan, and you could pick Julio Jones or Calvin Ridley, but a Matt Ryan, let's call it a, a Julio Hayden Hurst stack. I, I feel it's a little bit cheaper this way, and, and I feel like I'm I'm in a premium position to score uh, indoors, so n- no issues with the weather. And man, so those for those reasons, I am big. I am big into this game. What do you think about that stack? And then roll right into your high dollar honey. I like that, and uh, so I, as far as this roster goes, my high-dollar honey is Keenan Allen. Um, I think he's like the fourth or fifth most expensive wide receiver uh, option, and and the way I was building my lineup, I, I was trying to sneak Devontae Adams in there. He would have been my high-dollar, or, or you know, I guess he's probably going to be a chalk guy this week, um, but uh, you know, I really like I really like a bounce-back week from Herbert, and like you said, like the Falcons' defense hasn't been much against the pass. Um, so I'm going with Keenan Allen there. All right. Well, I, I am going with the, the ultimate high dollar honey. I just, I don't know how you build a, a, a roster or a lineup without him right now. It's Devonte Adams. Uh, the lions are top 10 in the most, uh, points given up to the wide receiver position in the Deke in the dynasty. Um, excuse me, the DraftKings scoring format. So you have to like that. You know, he's going to get volume. This game's indoors. And guys, you're going to hear me in both here and the Dynasty Warzone. You're going to hear me reference where these games are played a lot. If any, if if the the last month, the month of November in Cleveland didn't t- teach you anything, it's that where these games are played matters. And even if there's not precipitation, these guys don't. I mean, I, I, I'm sure there's data out there to prove otherwise, but it just doesn't seem like like the scoring goes up as much when it's negative 14 degrees. It feels like on a fast track in a dome is the recipe for success. So I want to be inside the dome with with Devontae Adams. He's my high dollar honey. And then my chalk play, I'm I'm I actually have three. Um, mm. as odd as this sounds. And this this all fits in one lineup, guys. I can post a picture of this if you want to. If you want to play this same lineup somewhere, somewhere else, God bless you. Um my, my chalk my chalk plays this week 
are Jonathan Taylor, 5,800. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the Raiders aren't a great matchup, I think his usage is going to go up. He scored 21 DK points last week. Maybe it's 23 on a 50% snap share, and I think that snap share will go up a tick more. I like David Montgomery. I agree with you. I'm going back to the David Montgomery well against against a very porous uh, Houston defense. And then, you know, when you start, you're like, you start thinking to yourself, Memphis, Jesus H. Christ, where the hell are you getting all this bankroll to build this lineup? Where are you saving money? Uh, I'm saving money with Denzel Mims. On your at, car insurance with, by well, switching I, to Geico? I don't know. My, my wife <laughs> takes care of My wife takes care of that. <laughs> Uh, but but I, I, I went with uh, Denzel Mims. This offense in New York actually looked halfway decent, and even though the Raiders' defense is shit, it's not any less or more shit than the Seattle Seahawks. I know the 12th man can be a factor, but there is no 12th man. So that, that defense is bad. Trey Flowers is out for the year for the Seahawks, and Mims can, can, can be a, a millie maker winning type play for you. Um, Jamison Crowder had a good week last week, but man, I, uh, I, I'm willing to go with the, uh, those three guys. So I had Mims, Monty and, uh, JT, who do you have as your, uh, chalk dust player of the week? Oh, it's yeah. So I have Monty as well. He's just, he's getting the volume. I think he's got five catches in uh, both games since Trubisky has been back. So he's getting involved in that passing game. And like I said, you know, Weather pending, I expect this game to go over. I don't. I don't think thirty-five to forty degrees with twelve de- uh, twelve mile per hour wind is is that cold for a football game. If the wind gets up to like twenty, then I'll, I'll you know. But then again, like wind, you you want the the running backs in a windy game probably anyway. Um, so I got Monty, and then my other running back is a bit chalky in James Robinson. You know, Tennessee's defense has just continued to give up points to everybody. Robinson has only um, seated seven touches to other running backs on the season. And he's been more, or maybe it was Robinson who's got five receptions in the past two games. It might even be both of them. Robinson's got six and five. Monty's got four and five. So both guys are getting involved in the passing game more, more so than they were earlier in the year. So that's my chalk. And then to fit all that chalk into my lineup, my cheaper guys, I got my man, Tim Patrick. Never trust a guy with two first names unless he's only $4,200 on DraftKings. And aside for the, that game where they had a wide receiver at quarterback, he's got four receptions in each of his uh, past three or four games. He, he scored two touchdowns against the Chiefs last week. Um, so for 4200 just squeeze him right in there to get those big guys up there. Also, like Mike Isicki has been uh, – he's been very relevant when Tua is under center. He's been relevant in the red zone. He's and the Kansas City defense is the seventh or eighth worst against the tight end this year for fantasy purposes on DraftKings. And then I also I'm going to uh, my man JD McKissick. He is going to soak up the targets. Uh, the DraftKings format is full PPR. He's going to soak up the targets against San Francisco uh, with Antonio Gibson. I I I think he's the, dealing with a turf toe injury. Maddie and I are going to do the MRI very shortly. Um, and there's, I can't see any way that Gibson plays and McKissick is like a nine, 10, 11 target guy when Gibson's not there. And then my defense a little bit sneaky. I don't know if it'll be sneaky this week based on what they did last week, but I like the New York football giants defense this week. 
they are so we just saw them come up with a brilliant game plan to play against a mobile small quarterback in Russell Wilson and this week they get Arizona who has a mobile small quarterback in Kyler Murray who other teams have already figured out but if you watch that game and I'm on the east coast so I was forced to watch the Giants um the Giants defensive line played very good contain on Russell Wilson he you could you could see him wanting to roll out to get out of the pocket and just rolling into the Giants ends as they contained the ends so I I just feel like the Giants will be able to um contain Kyler in a, a similar manner, especially with the shoulder injury. And not to mention Arizona West Coast team playing on the East Coast at one o'clock on Sunday. I just see the potential for a slow, sloppy start for them. Uh, and they're only 2,600. And again, it, it, it says, you know, they have the little red six next to them. Like, don't touch these guys because uh, Arizona is not the, the team you want to play defense against. But I think the tides are changing there uh, for both the Giants and Arizona. So I'm going to get them while, while people aren't on them. All right. Well, my Mr. Mincash is Mr. Cam Sims. Cam Sims from the Washington football team. Now, San Francisco has allowed the 14th most DraftKings points to the wide receiver position, and it's the toughest matchup for tight ends. So that kind of erases uh, Logan Thomas, although the Steelers were a tough matchup, and he did okay. Uh, but Cam Sims has played 80% plus of the snaps over the last six games. We're starting to see more and more attention focused on Terry McLaren. And I, I'm starting to see a little bit of a rapport. And he, he's he's a big catch guy. He's coming off a 5 for 96 last week against, against Pittsburgh. And I could see him easily giving you three times the value on that 3,100 on DraftKings, uh, I, I, I gave you almost my entire team. You'll have to figure out what defense I went with. But I, I do want to tell you one guy before we take this one in uh, that I'm looking to avoid this week. It's Darren Waller. Now, there's this uh, – this we, we go point chasing sometimes. Mm-hmm. We, go, we, we, go, we, we go chasing points. You know, he had, you know, 48 DK points last week, and we're going we're gonna to get that again. Well, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. You know, the Colts are the second toughest matchup in the league for tight ends. We've seen Darren Waller be neutralized at times before. Think back to the New England game comes to the top of my head. And these two teams played last week, and, and excuse me, last year. And Darren Waller did okay. He had seven for 50. Seven <laughs> catches for 50 yards. So it didn't break your back and make you humble, but it did... It did not, it would not, if you got that same performance this year, it would not justify his like $7,100 or $7,400 salary on DK. So for that reason, that's why I went Hunter Henry. I saved a few hundred bucks there, and I would much rather run him up against uh, a very bad Atlanta secondary with uh, in a game that I think will be a shootout. Not that I don't think the Colts game will be a shootout. I just think that Rocky Asin is a little bit more beatable on the outside. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh, excuse me, Xavier Rhodes, his middle name is Toast. So it, it might be a Brian Edwards game. I, I just don't, maybe Nelson Aguilar makes a, a guest appearance in this game. I just think for what it costs versus what you'll potentially get in return, it feels a little heavy, a little heavy handed. But you know, what, what's DraftKings supposed to do? You know, he just has, oh, yeah, four, you gotta adjust. Just had, he just had 48 points last week. They, they've got to ratchet him up. I don't know that I want to pay up for Kelsey, 
So I, I really, I think when you do like that delta of talent versus opportunity this week, you know, mix in some cost. I really like Hunter Henry in the tight end position. But that's it, Doc. I am. Uh, I'm going to get this one in to the editing chamber while you go copy uh, and cut a uh, an MRI with our man Matty Big Chest. Where can these people find you on Twitter, and uh, how can they follow along for all your live betting information and everything? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at dwz underscore doctor pt. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the lines all week long. So you'll see me tweeting thoughts. Um, maybe like Memphis said with his, his five picks of the week, I'll do a better job of, you know, when, when I hit a bet, I, you know, I won't tell you the, the dollar number, but I'll let you know what I'm, what I'm in on. So you can get in on And You know, if you're in the Patreon, I've got, I think the, we've started the bet DWZ side chat where we just talk about the, the betting. And I think we've grown to like somewhere between seven to 10 guys in there. And we're talking about teases. We're talking, you know, we're talking what opens on Monday and what we think it's going to do on Sunday and if we should get it or should we should wait. Um, so if, you know, if, if you're not following along on Twitter, you know, hop in the, hop in the Patreon and um, slide into my privates and no, don't slide into my privates. Let me save you and your privates. So we don't typically talk a lot about the Patreon here because um, it's more of the Dynasty Warzone thing. But, you know, out of almost 100 members, uh, we're growing the, the betting side of it. And you're, there's more than welcome. You're, you're more than welcome to join. It's patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. If you have any questions, um, I would put it up against any any patron experience in fantasy football, especially for what you get for the money. We just released our first rankings of the the year. Um, they will be updated monthly. That's the only place to get the Dynasty Warzone Cruise rankings. That's me. That's Dr. Kyle. That's the other Kyle. That's Maddie Biggs and Jerry. You can get all of our rankings. Our rookie rankings will be up in January. A lot going on over at the Patreon. Again, we don't talk a lot about it here because this is the betting show, but Dr. Kyle is spinning that off into uh, into a little side hustle. So um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for checking out the big bet. And on behalf of that man, he is the dirtiest player in the game today. His name is Dr. Kyle Bowser. I am your host, Memphis. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. And remember, here at the big bet, we will tell you that money won. Is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll see you back here for more big bets, and I'll see you on Saturday for the People's Propcast. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Hey, welcome, everybody, and uh, hope you're all doing well. I wanted to hop on for a few minutes and just share the experience I've had with the big bet. I just started sports betting, God, five weeks ago when I actually signed up for uh, the MyBookie account. And since then, it's become a little addiction. And being able to uh, talk with Memphis and Kyle and the DMs and the group chat. And uh, I swear Kyle and I are on like a synchronized schedule that we're always about to message each other. But bounce the ideas off. And ever since I started uh, listening with the big bet, I've been able to kind of formulate my own opinions. There are a few bets that the guys talk about that I like. But a lot of the time I'm able to start kind of formulating what I like and find different things based off of what they talk about. So it's a good time. It's a great episode. And I look forward to that every uh, Thursday morning. So you guys go ahead and pop on. Make sure you get a listen and sign up for uh, that my bookie. It's a great deal. Uh-huh.